celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. To my left is Judy Francis, screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. To my right, Boog the Studio Cat and Dr. Debbie. And Brewer Joey Villani. mentioned a book. <laughs> you two are hanging out together. Yeah, I remember when he first met you, boy, did he hate you. But, <laughs> he did, Aww. didn't he? You two get along so well now. Animal communicator Joey Turner is on the phone with us, as well as Susan Sims in studio and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And, oh, I'm supposed to mention the Facebook page? Oh, this is cool. Now you can ask the vet, ask Dr. Debbie your question on Facebook. How cool is that? Yeah. So I guess we're really embracing the whole uh, technological uh, Facebook, social Twitter, network. social yeah, networking thing. Yeah, I guess thing. so. Okay. I'm still not a Twitter, tweeter, twatter, whatever. <laughs> It's <laughs> horrible. So here's the deal: if you wanna if you wanna connect with us over Facebook, especially Dr. Debbie, who's turning three shades of red right now, oh dear. you can do so. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com and hit the Facebook link, and that'll take you on over to ask your questions. And then, of course, there's the old-fashioned way: one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Now, I sound a little nasal today. That's because I have Lori Roberts' cold that she had last week from licking her keyboard, which I've learned is not a very sanitary thing to do, and I won't be doing that anymore. Good, Hal. You learned something I, from this. I learn. I'm just like a dog. Repetition a few times, and I learn that stuff. But I have a pretty serious question here. I get pretty close to my animals. I kiss them. I cuddle with them, all sleep kinds of things. I sleep them. with them. Yes. Will they get my cold? Can they get my human cold? No, they cannot get the human cold virus, so they can't get that. But there are certainly bacteria. If you have strep throat, there is some risk of that being passed and harbored by your pets. Well, that's exactly what I have, so they can actually get my strep throat? They can actually carry, yes, and usually we make our pets carriers and make them sick, but it's not terribly common. Dogs and cats are fairly resistant to breaking with what we see in humans. Um, but if you're actually ill, it is advised not to sleep with your pet and certainly keep your tongue in your own mouth, not in your dog's <laughs> and your cat's mouth. Shouldn't be tonguing the cat anymore. Yeah, that's not not generally advised. This show today, my yeah, God, know, really. the professionalism is out the window. Yeah. There. I learned so much on this show. That's why I come every weekend to, to just learn more. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team now. Let's go to the phones. Hi, Stacy. Hi. Welcome to the big show. Thank you. I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. What's going on? Hi, Stacy. Hi. How can I help you? Um, I had a basset hound that passed about three years ago. His name was Samson, and I was just curious to know if he was happy and at peace and if he still loved me, if he knew what I did was the end of suffering because I had to put him to sleep. Well, you hardly even got anything out of your mouth about him when he popped into me. He says, asking if he still loves you, that is such a silly question. Of course he still loves you. Oh. It's like, what else could he possibly do? And he said he actually did understand You helped him leave his body because you felt that that was best for his physical state. Awesome. Thank you. Very most often the animals do get that. It's rare that I've ever talked to an animal that didn't understand that what we did, we did because we loved them. Yeah, I I had a small (laughs) chance to tell him bye. We got to spend a little time together before they had to do that, you know. Yeah, he says he totally understands. He says he completely still loves you. Okay. And he says he can pop in to visit periodically if you want him to. Oh, oh yeah. I, I just want to know that the way that I'd, I'd want to know what to look for. So I know, you know, for sure that cause it, it depends. It can be just all of a sudden you'll have a, it's almost like a reflexive instinct 
to turn around and look, thinking that you're going to see them, or you'll see maybe something moving out of the corner of your eye, or all of a sudden it'll feel. For instance, a lot of animals will come when you're going to sleep, and it all can feel actually like there's a physical body waving down the bed. You know how you could feel them walk on the bed? Yeah. Yeah, it can be feel like that. The covers with me. Yeah, sometimes they'll get a smell of them. If they have a smell that they connected deeply with with that animal, they'll get that smell. Sometimes yeah. it'll just be a, a sense in your mind. So it can happen any number of ways. So be looking for it, Stacy. Okay. I know that this happens with smell for me. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I'll smell a cat that's passed a long time ago. It's very. It's one of those scents that we have that is hardwired very deeply inside our brain away from our intellect. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And I'm going to talk real quietly today. Why is that, Hal? Because Lori gave me his Should we be grateful? <laughs> you were licking my keyboard. I told you, told you, told you not to do that. I told you your keyboard tastes good, especially after your shift. When no one's looking, I'll go uh, into the newsroom uh, and lick it. I know, that's Chanel. It has a good flavor to it, too. Yeah, it does. Not only smells good, but tastes good and is not good for you. I think it also is a little bit of Fritos, too, the Fritos that you're eating during the show. Oh, the crumbs and the Fritos. I so don't eat Fritos. I digress. Not during during work hours. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie. She'll answer your vet medical questions. Or groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Jory Turner, or our pet travel expert Susan Sims. And let's not forget, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard uh, all here to help you I yeah i like your voice like this you kind of you know got what? that fm sound yeah, from the i was thinking you know? the same thing it's it's <laughs> i don't sound as annoying in my headphones as i usually do Yeah, you're not as nasally as you usually do <laughs> let's uh let's uh go to the phones and because i'm not going to do a lot of talking today i'm just going to tell you who's sponsoring the show and we're going to just go to the phones it's going to be my crutch today one 405 8405 just eat my Oreo cake stirs here. Oh, you sinner. You sin, sin, sinner. It's the greatest snack if you haven't had them. What, you're not going to share? <laughs> They're gone. Sorry. <laughs> that was what I was doing right before. The, like, <laughs> the breakfast of champions. Mm-hmm. Pepper. What a pretty name. Pepper. Mm-hmm. But he's a schnauzer. Well, that's the person's name. Oh, it's the person? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, that ruins that. Hi, Pepper. How are you? I'm fine, and I want to tell you thank you so much for taking my call. Well, of course, with such a pretty name. How did you get the name Pepper? Uh, Um, I eat about five-gallon jar full of jalapeno peppers a week. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) So it's not your given name. See, the dog likes them, too, huh? All right. Uh Now, you don't have a, a regular name for the dog, do you? Well, I named him Casper because he's white. Casper. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Casper there? Well, I have two dogs. One is a Havanese and one is a Bichon, Casper. I had Casper about two years, and I was making his own dog food, which it was ground turkey, brown rice, and I'd buy the bag of frozen vegetables and put it in there, and everything was going fine. I'm an over-the-road truck driver, let me tell you that first. Okay. And all of a sudden, he started getting, like, bladder infection, kidney infection. Mm-hmm. One right after another, right after another. 
And, I mean, it's not that I'm not taking him out and walking him. It's not that I'm not letting him walk long enough. I mean, every time I would go to the vet, it'd be like $350, $450 while they try to track this thing down. They treat it. Uh, they even went as far as to give me a prescription to take to Walgreens because he had to be on antibiotics for so long one time. Okay. And uh, then he started chewing his paws. And his paws turned real pinkish looking, and all around his mouth were real pinkish looking, and then he got another bladder infection. I took him back to the vet, and she said, well, she goes, this just isn't right. Now, this is when we were home just about every weekend. So she mm-hmm. did some investigating, and she told me, she said, he needs to go, uh, he's got a protein, a problem assimilating protein. And we need to put him on the urinary ISO. Okay. Well, I've got him on that. But I was just wondering if there is another alternative to it. Now, this dog begs for vegetables. He <laughs> begs for vegetables. He loves vegetables. All right. He's, a, he's a dog with my mind. <laughs> oh, listen, he loves jalapeno peppers, any kind of vegetable that you will give him. This awesome. Dog now, I get fruit you give him. Well, hey. Now, I want to back up for a minute because you said with Casper that he was having a lot of urinary issues. Did they put him on that food because they determined he had types of bladder stones? Uh, she didn't say bladder stones. She just said that he had um, a problem assimilating protein. Okay. Just because when I hear about a, a Bichon who's having problems in the urinary nature, they're very, a breed very prone to bladder stones, and particularly calcium oxalate-based uh, uh, bladder stones. So one of the methods to deal with that is we will try a low-protein diet and um, the uh, SO-type food, if that's the one that you're talking about, um, the, by, made by Royal Canin. That is appropriate for that kind of dog that has those kind of urinary issues and it is a low protein food so okay. if that's somehow related to his previous signs then I would definitely endorse that um, you know prescription basically for you and well, he hasn't had a problem since well there you go then it's doing something well, <laughs> at least I'm speculating any, well now they, they changed our, our company has changed our route and I mean sometimes it's anywhere from two to four months before we get home uh, and they changed it going down the road and I realize this is a prescription dog food and it's hard for me to get now I am going home next weekend and I do have a couple of cans and some dry that is going to make me get home but is there if I get in a bind is there anything else well, the trick is there's probably some things that we can use short-term or treat foods that would be appropriate for a dog on this food. But I'm going to say it's a little hard to just pick a food that we're going to be able to substitute because this is a therapeutic food. It is basically gearing the urine um, into a certain environment so we can hopefully prevent those problems. Uh, now, there are some treats that we can do. Oh, before I even get there, I was going to say, um, at least at my office and many veterinary offices around the country, they may have the option to order online for these prescription foods and to have those shipped uh-huh. to your home. So that might be something. We do that through something called a pet portal. So my clients can have that shipped to their front door so that they don't run out of this regular food. Because um, it, it is very well, much. Well, I mean, my vet only is only like 10 miles from me, and the problem is getting to Cheers. my home city uh, okay. now that we're out here on the road. 
Okay. Well, the, the things that we would definitely want to avoid, as you mentioned, a lot of the different meat things, um, many of those we will want to avoid. The things we can right. use in a pinch for a pet that's on a, um, diet like SO would be, uh, eggs. We can use eggs or chicken. So, but we stay away from, you know, a lot of the heavier meats. Um, and right. you mentioned vegetables and fruits. And so there are some fruits and vegetables we can use that are appropriate along with this diet. Um, I'll often recommend bananas, melons, uh, green peas, uh, cauliflower, those kind of foods would be appropriate. And again, it's kind of that broccoli, cabbage, (laughs) he even eats turnip greens. Oh, wow. So, you know, some of those foods might not be a bad thing, but I would hate for you to be out on the road and rely on those uh, food items as your main source of a diet. So, oh, right. I'm, I, well, I really when I go home, I'm, I'm going to buy the large bag, the super large bag, and I'm going to put mm-hmm. about probably about 30 pounds on the truck, so I won't be out, but it just caught me unawares this time, and... Yeah. Now, one other solution that I might recommend, um, and we use this solution for folks around us that travel, is you can ask your veterinarian for either a prescription card or a written prescription for that food. And if you're heading through another community, and if you have a written prescription for that food, you may very well be able to buy that at a veterinary office. Uh, But you can't just go in and say, hey, I need that SO food. Uh, Most places will say we're not comfortable selling that to you unless we know you really need this for your pet. Um, So that might be another kind of little trick to try. Give that a shot, Pepper. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Are you worried about your credit card debt, sky-high interest rates, having trouble making the monthly minimums? We're Credit Card Relief. We've helped thousands of people become debt-free in months instead of years, all while saving thousands of dollars. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Meow. Going to go to Doctor Debbie in just one second here. Got a bunch of calls lined up for her as well as uh, Joy Turner. She's been it's real amazing. popular lately. Joy is just I making know. Them. Everybody wants to speak hmm. to their animals. It is. Weird. <laughs> you get to talk to the animals. <laughs> I understand you're working on a, a story with oh, uh, Tony Larusa talking about Michael Vick. Yes, uh, Tony Larusa, a major uh, animal fan. I mean, he runs animal ra- uh, at the Animal Rescue Foundation in the Bay Area in, uh, in Northern California, and uh, we're going to tell you what he has to say about Michael Vick. Tony's a really interesting guy. You know, he's a lawyer. He's uh, he's the second on the list of major league games managed. Um, he's extremely well respected. And uh, his take on Michael Vick is coming up in the news, as well as, gosh, what's the weirdest thing your dog ever ate? I bet you this list can top that. It's all coming up. I'm going to stick around just for that. Also, pet trusts. Have you ever thought about a pet trust for your animal, especially if you have a bird who might outlast you? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. You want to make sure they're taken care of. Now, even the common folk like us, you don't have to be Leona Helmsley to to make a pet trust anymore. We can do it. And Chris Jones will be joining us. Also, the author of Dog Incorporated will be joining us. It's a book about cloning dogs and uh, cats and uh, all kinds of animals. Animals, yeah. And uh, some interesting stuff. That's all on the way right here. Let's hit the phones at 1-866-405-8405 right now. Hey, Steve. Welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you doing today? Just fine. How are you guys? Good. What's going and, on with your dog? And, I have Lotte here. And girls. Uh, <laughs> I've got a, I guess she's about maybe four months old, uh, German Shepherd uh, mix uh, with another uh, dog. I forget. My wife can tell you all that. Um, Why your wife? Your wife is in charge of that German Shepherd mix? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, she taught her how to play fetch. <laughs> <laughs> it, anyway. You have a female or a male yeah, German yeah, Shepherd? Female, uh, like I said, oh, probably about five or six months old, and she's a pretty good dog. She was raised in a kennel with concrete, and she can continues to want to take in crap on my garage floor. Yeah, we've you know had, this is such a common, Steve. Yeah, I'm. Um, we, we've mm-hmm. got two acres of, of, of uh, you know yard out here for her to go do her business, but she uh, continues mm-hmm. to want to uh, do her business on the concrete. Any suggestions or ideas? How how you how are you trying to combat it? Uh, well, whenever she comes around that area, I'll pop a firecracker and she runs off. But yeah, you know, naturally you can't be there twenty four seven. Throwing shoe or you know beating her up with newspaper, that type of the thing. Uh, no, I don't. I don't beat her or anything like that. Just I just fuss at her. You know, whenever I see it, I'll bring her over there and say, "Hey, look, you know what you did, you know, type of thing." And, good, uh, good. But you know, like I said, we're not here twenty four seven. So okay. It is very common, um, especially I see it in California where now I'm, I'm, I'm working in SoCal, um, where the people don't have too much grass like back in the Midwest. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, 
especially some breeders also who are raising their pups now and uh, they're using concrete kennels instead of uh, nice uh, old-fashioned straw like a German's way, like I've got my puppy from, like a you know, full-blown German lady, even though Russians still like Germans as much as Republicans like Democrats, but <laughs> we still adore their very, very precision, precise, like we Russians. So, uh, basically, yeah, and my, my dog never even wanted to pee and poop in my house because she was used to pee and poop on the straw, on the grass. Uh-huh. Uh, and I see in California this is the big problem, and also people, even their backyard, even yesterday, so one client, very upscale client, his backyard, even his backyard, Backyard like a uh, you 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 correct my English like a rail trail uh, like a tra- train is uh, or 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 um, a train track. What is it? Yeah, yeah. In his in his backyard, boy, he's a huge. And uh, even he cr- uh, just uh, very proudly showed me he has a huge. Uh, dog run and no grass just a cement floor and in the same time he kept complaining to me that dog is being pooping in his garage and in his solid floor in his living room here is the uh, solution to your situation you need to really Let's get, get tough. You have to be really uh, get this dog on the schedule. Get the crate. If you're not creating, uh, you gotta start to create this dog. And first thing in the morning, which is in all night, the dog is in the crate, and you have to get the fresh start. You need to bring her to the grass area. Now, if you don't have a grass area, you have to make it. If it's, um, you can go to the Home Depot and get the roll of the grass. You can create a nice uh, box and so make sure it's not really tall so the dog would not step up too high. You can buy ready-to-go products, but I don't like them too much. I like when the people make on its own because you have to make a big one. Or maybe you have some area in your area, in your backyard or somewhere where it's going to be very close to entrance and be uh, grassed. So if you have this type of the setting, all what you need to do, number one, to break the old habits. So Caesar Milan has, you know the Caesar Milan, yeah? <laughs> you, do you know Doc Whisper, Cesar Milan? Uh-huh. Okay, good, good. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, I love my competitors, and uh, you know, he's a great guy. And uh, he made one product for a cleaning patio. It's a patio cleaner. Comes in the big jar. Uh-huh. Uh, any pet is carrying that product. That's okay. really worked good. I would get that one, and I would use that product to clean. All my solid flooring, whatever it's, I'm, I'm talking about outdoors, not yeah. indoors, because it's for outdoors. Uh-huh. That will really keep your dog away from those areas, at least, at least diminish. If you want to keep your dog away from that area, you must do next step. And next step is product by no pee every day or every other day. Slightly spray would keep the dog away. Uh-huh. As alternative, you can use any citrus smell. The dogs hate citrus smell. Oh, really? And that's... Yeah, they like a like a, um, a citronella oil, but you know it's a little bit oily, a little bit tacky. I like something which is done specially, which no stain, nothing. That's no pee comes. It comes in the big jar, okay. and from that time.
Things gonna be very simple, Steve. You just, you know, make sure first thing in the morning they'll go to the grass area. Go party, go party, go party. Dog pees, pees, pees. Good girl, give the treats. Uh, if the dog didn't pee and wants to pee somewhere else, no way. You gotta put the dog back in the crate. I have to tell you what you're gonna hate or like. I don't care. But the more your dog gonna be in the crate in the beginning for the training, the sooner the dog gonna be out of the crate. Every time you cannot supervise, the dog goes in the crate. And every consecutive day, your dog pee and poop in one spot and not pink and another spot because you protected them and cleaned them, the, the, the sooner you're going to learn to go and pee and poop in one spot, and even under one command. When I say to my dog, go party, she go pees even if she doesn't want. Thank you for calling us. Well, thank you very much. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Now, you're always telling me, Vladi, that people come to you after they've gone to somebody else, right? Yes, yes, they always do. And unfortunately, you know, we have, they have, they must come to me before they go to anywhere else because I don't like to be ultimate plastic surgeon to fix the things <laughs> after in other people. You don't so like do cleaning right up other right. people's messes. No, I don't like. People need to understand. They need to go to the dog trainer, not like uh, trying to shop for the furniture. Not everyone does the same things. And come on, people, you don't need to ask the trainer how much you charge. Uh, you know, just it's the same thing like you're looking for the doctor or brain surgeon for the surgeon. You're not going to jeopardize your dog's health for the extra few uh, bucks. Okay, very good. Coming from Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, if you want to talk to him now. Normally, he has a three-month waiting list. If you're in Southern California, he could be your trainer. But if you want to talk to him toll-free right now, put your fat little fingers in the phone and dial 1-866-405-8405. Also, if you want to ask a question on Facebook, we now, at our Animal Radio page, are fielding questions for Dr. Debbie and Vlade and groomer Joey Villani, all the staff. So, uh, so head, cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Head on it over is. to our Facebook page. Yeah, I love this stuff because I love technology. I love, I love uh, network. I have, a, I have a lot of followers on my Facebook, and I always suggest people go to the Animal Radio Facebook as well. Very do you good. have a Facebook page? Yes, if you want to yes, see what I do. Vladi looks like. <laughs> a lot of people wonder what he looks like. Head on over to Vladi's Facebook page. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. I can't say enough about Stella and Chewies. Just good food for our dog, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's been on the diet for about a year and a half now. Yeah. And it's natural goodness made with raw USDA inspected meat. Raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. It's pathogen free. You like the stuff too. Vlade, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. And uh, just a few days ago, I've got one dog to my boot camp, and the people basically were driving in the right direction, just in the wrong car. They were <laughs> feeding the dog with the raw diet, and uh, that's fine for me. But the the source of that meat was very questioning. Oh, and the dog had diarrhea and things like this. And mm-hmm. I got in touch with very nice local holistic doctor, and we spoke about this, and she totally uh, approved my approach and my approach is very simple people go to the reputable source of the raw meat and still and choose making a great and wonderful um, uh, steaks like it's a very simple to administer you don't need to defrost it deal with all that dripping and things 
things like that. But it's a complete dog food. Complete dog food. It means a raw food plus all vitamins and minerals scientifically putting in, and with vegetables and fruits, everything together creates delicious and for your dog longevity. That would work better rather than just go and pick up some scraps sure. and uh, some that dog food and giving to the dog. So still and choose making that uh, raw food. You can always sprinkle still and choose the raw food over your existing dog food as well to enhance its uh, bioavailabilities and taste and uh, health, health, uh, increase the health for your pet. It's good stuff, and I'd like to send you a sample. If you'd like a sample of Stella and Chewy's, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and the address over at AnimalRadio.com. Stella and Chewy's, thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio, guys. Vinny Penn coming back at you. I got six words for you to kick off this week's party animal installment. A snake is not a pet. Now, I'm not talking about the dorm room snake where everybody sits around doing bong tokes and gathers in Chucko's room to watch him feed a mouse to the snake. I'm talking about when you're at an outdoor festival, a flea market or whatnot, as I was with my family the other, and you lean over and you see this guy's got this huge thing on his shoulders, and it's it's rather still. You you think it's kind of a funky new kind of, if he wasn't wearing his Harley t-shirt, you'd think it was the hottest, latest trend in scarves, and then it moves and you realize, oh, it's a massive white snake on his shoulders. I mean, this guy had friggin' anaconda on his sh- at a flea market. When the head, uh, when, when the forked tongue started flicking out, my daughter shrieked like Jason Voorhees had just shown up. I took her to see the new Friday the 13th. Not a good move. She's very young for that. But I must reiterate, a snake is not a pet. Or at the very least, you don't take your snake for a walk. And that's not a metaphor. Vinnie Pan, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. St. Louis Cardinals manager Tony La Russa is second on the list of Major League Games managed. He's also the founder of ARF, the Animal Rescue Foundation, in his home in the San Francisco Bay Area. And he is not a fan of Michael Vick. La Russa believes that because Vick has come back in such a big way athletically with the Philadelphia Eagles, he's getting much less condemnation than he deserves. La Russa also believes a big PR move was behind Vick's contrition and that Vick still not believe that what he did was horrible. VPI Pet Insurance has a list of the weirdest things ingested by pets last year, which cost pet owners $3 million to treat. Within the top 50, a TV remote, a wooden toy train, rosary crucifix, hearing aid, jumper cables, frisbee, part of a deer antler, an extension cord, and a jellyfish. Ouch. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com.
Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abusers are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. We have Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and if you have a dog problem that no other trainer has been able to fix, I guarantee Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, can fix your problem. one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by PetFlow. Dot com Petflow, P-E-T-F-L-O-W. Apparently last week, some listeners couldn't understand what I was saying. Petflow.com. And it's important that you know this. You can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. Now, I hate going to the pet store to get pet food. Carry those bags back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't even have it. Right. They're out and you got to wait. Petflow has over 70 brands, probably what you're looking for. The largest selection of premium pet food on the internet. Best of all, get free shipping. Yes, you heard me right. This is very important. <laughs> free shipping on every order over $59. All you have to do is enter the coupon code radio at www.petflow.com. By the way, that's free shipping for life. Wow. On that. So, uh, if you want to get, and they also deliver litter now. Is that correct? Yes, they Cat do. Litter. I'm thinking about that. I checked it out, and their prices were very comparable. And that means I don't have to lug that stuff home. Thanks, I can guys. Have it delivered to my door. You do good work, and we appreciate you sponsoring Animal Radio. I'm going to go send Joey a bag of uh, premium pet food right now. Great. Hey, Bob. Hi. How, How are you are doing you? today? I'm doing fine. I understand you had to pull over for this call. Yes, I did. What's going on? I have... it's, we're so exciting here that <laughs> we take your full attention. I wouldn't want to cause any accidents. Dr. Debbie is right here. She can help you with whatever's going on. Hi, Dr. Well, Debbie. Hi. How are you? I'm super today. Uh, uh, what can we do for you? Oh, my gosh. I have, I have a black lab. I've had labs my whole life. And for as a, a uh, birthday present, my wife gave me a uh, black lab. Again, which I I swore I wasn't going to get another one because it hurt me so much when my last one passed away. But uh, Mm -hmm. she's two years old. Her name's Haley. And uh, I don't know what she did, but she pulled uh, an ACL or it's a little rubber, the the part that keeps her knee to her her calf. I think they said it was her ACL or the little joint in between. But they said it was going to cost me anywhere from a thousand to three thousand dollars, and it causes a huge dilemma because I'm uh, uh, not only a truck driver, but I'm a real estate owner, and I have three homes, two of them in Las Vegas, and uh, my renters weren't paying me, so I'm upside down. I have my credit stinks now, and I want to get her fixed. And everybody that I've talked to, all these doctors don't want to extend me any kind of credit and i mean i'm <laughs> i have assets i have card all my cards are paid for my boat if i have to i'll give them my uh pink slip whatever it takes to get her fixed she's like my uh, daughter Aww. i mean i do anything to get it done but right now i don't have three thousand dollars and i told them i'd give them 500 now and start paying them payments and nobody will do it and that's where <laughs> i'm at my credit's in the tank i just 
would like to find some doctor that has some sympathy for my dog. Because oh, uh, when I get home at night, she just dragged her. I can't even say it right now. She just drags up to me. Okay. Well, well, first we'll talk a little bit about cruciate ligament injuries and very common in large active dogs, but it can happen even in those little couch potato dogs that, you know, just jump off the couch and, and blow their knee out. Um, the, the honest truth is that for big dogs, surgery is really the best way to go. And it's not necessarily a, an easy surgery. It's a, usually a specialty level surgery. So it, does take quite a bit and when when listeners hear oh my god two thousand dollars three thousand dollars it seems like a lot but this is really a huge surgery and it it is the equivalent of um you know having your knee explored as a human um small dogs we can get away with some you know medical management in many cases and and some other therapies outside of going to surgery but i'd have to you know support what you probably heard from the other vets that surgery is usually the best way to go now um, you know the the finances and the resources in getting that lined up. Uh, there are some different options in different areas, uh, things such as care credit, which is a credit service which um, allows uh, billing, um, and that might be something to look into, whether that's an well, option in I, the year. I, I have done that, and they because my credit, because of my, my homes right now, I've had to, to file Chapter 13, which I'm keeping mm-hmm. my homes, but it mm-hmm. put my credit in the tank. I mean, I used oh, to have perfect yeah. credit. And uh, nobody wants to even look at me. They 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 called me back and said, "Sorry, we can't." And I, that's not an option with my dog. I don't want to, sure. you know, I don't want to put my dog to sleep at all. But yeah. uh, uh, so well, I, I mean, let's let's talk about some of the alternatives with the cruciate disease because you know we know surgery is definitely going to be the best way to go. And and yeah. nobody wants to see you put your dog down over this. But this is a, a very real problem that happens all over the place and this is really the number one orthopedic injury that we see in dogs is cruciate ligament damage so it is so common it is out there and you know you could talk to 10 people in the immediate area and uh, many of them will know about it in themselves or in dogs so if we can't go towards surgery at this point i'd want to make sure we're really looking at your baby's weight and make sure that Haley is a lean mean wagon machine uh, because She's not, and uh, we're, we're, uh, okay. we're not giving her table scraps anymore. We, we, you know, we had a bad habit of doing that, and that was one of my things. Uh, I, I said we got to get her down, her weight down, because I think is what they're saying is that, that the surgery, her weight is gonna, it won't fix, be able to fix, they won't be able to fix it at that price because they have to do uh, more intensive surgery because she's such a big dog, and. Uh, well, yeah. Partly because because of their weight, but it's also based on the size and the anatomy of a dog's knee. And then larger dogs, we usually prefer the surgery where we put a type of a um, a bone plate in there. For little dogs, we don't need to go to that direction, but the large dogs really need that because they have a forceful, strong body. And and obviously with Labradors, they're very active, so we want to have something that's going to hold up. And that's really the best thing. So I would at this point, I would really put our efforts and slimming down this baby. And many dogs, even with mild cruciate, Injuries, those that haven't quite gone completely torn, um, weight loss, 
pain management in joint protectives such as glucosamine and the medication uh, that's given by injection called Adequan. Those can be useful to help control the pain, keep the pet moving, and then in the meantime slim them down so that they're a better surgical candidate or to see if they're, uh, if they respond well to medical therapy. Um, so, so those are some real things that might be of value. And there are some dogs that I have, uh, for whatever reason, a family decision, um, older pet, where surgery isn't the choice we can go with. And, uh, Sometimes we'll put a splint on the leg for a period of weeks. Um, there's even braces, orthotic braces, which can be made for your pet that help to give support. Because we know with cruciate injuries, it can happen in the other leg. So okay. don't just focus on this one leg right now. We really have to make a good well, effort at what I was worried about because they gave me some medication, and I give it to her, and she can walk around. She's just fine. But then this one person told me, said, not really good because then she'll she's okay and she'll put her other leg out yeah but i'm not a fan of letting dogs be in pain because it limits their activity that's old school veterinary thought from 20 <laughs> 30 years ago we want to control yeah. pain but we want to limit activity so um yeah, yeah i don't want to let her feel uncomfortable and then that keep her from moving but uh yeah so so there's definitely some avenues there that we can look at and you know what you know, this economy sucks and veterinarians feel it just like pet owners so um i i'm sorry that you feel that you know the veterinarians are unsympathetic but this is a, a huge surgery it really is a big thing and there are things you can do now to make your pet more comfortable or to make her a better surgical candidate. So I would focus on those right now and try to empower yourself and get this girl slimmed down, and, and maybe we'll get her feeling a little bit better. And so it should be, make it less she'll likely. be okay. So, so say I start putting money in the bank like I'm paying somebody payments, but she'll be okay until that time I have enough Wait, to get her it, the surgery, or are you saying it really it, isn't? It depends upon the pet. Um, I will tell you that cruciate disease is a progressive disease. So it can start as just a simple tear in the ligament, goes to a full tear in the ligament. We can get later some other meniscus uh, injuries that occur, and then we can even get the second leg to blow out. So it can get worse. So I'm not saying that... Um, that's not a risk. Um, you know, I'm just trying to empower you to make some changes and think, do things that you can do at home, and that would be my my focus and my hope for you. So I hope that's okay some help for you. Around the block and stuff. I mean, she we get her back home. She's she's had it. She she can't walk. I mean, yeah. I try and walk yeah, she, her around the block. She needs to be a quiet house dog right now so really okay. it's hard as it is no exercise it'd be the equivalent of you okay. blowing out your knee and then trying to go back to the gym and and fit in a workout when you can it's just really not going right. to help it's going to be counterproductive right now hmm. all right bob we wish you the best of luck with that hold on for one second i want to get some information from you one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the dream team Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. 
Your trips to the pet store are over. PetFlow.com has the largest selection of premium pet food on the Internet where you can browse by brands and find the items you need at discount prices. With PetFlow.com, you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. No last-minute trips carrying heavy pet food. Eliminate the hassle of buying pet food. Get free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.PetFlow.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. This is Animal Radio, baby. 1-866-405-8405 for your Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. What do we have this week? For dogs, we have one of those little uh, ball thrower things. What do they call that? Uh, yeah, the woodchuck. Woodchucks. And if you have a cat, we have uh, cat treats for you. Whatever animal you uh, take to whatever place, we'll have a special treat for them for sharing your Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Brought to you by Dodge Journey. They won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with fold-down stain-resistant seats, a chill zone glove box cooler for drinks, and multiple storage options with removable washable liners. My favorite part about the Dodge Journey. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. And we go to line three. Hi, who's this? Bradley. Hey, Bradley, how are you doing? Real good. How about you today? Very good. You got a Dodge Journey pet destination you going to share with us? Oh, uh, Alamo Square Park. It's in San Francisco on Fulton Street and Scott Street. Very, very large park. Al- what is it called? Al- Alamo Square Park? Alamo Square Park. It's on Fulton Street and Scott Street. It's oh, it must be a, at least thirty acres. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah, I've heard of that one. The, the only issue is now most of it is on leash, but areas are off leash, and that sometimes people don't really control their animals. Oh yeah, well uh, yeah. What oh. kind of dog do you take? Uh, an Italian greyhound. Italian, Italian greyhound. Oh, those those are sleek, cute. beautiful. Yeah, dogs. yeah, they are. Okay, so Alamo Square Park. We'll put that up at the website. That's in San Francisco. Thanks so much for calling today. We'll get you prizes for your dog. Hang tight for one second. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Coming up in just a few minutes. If you've ever wondered how your pet might survive if you expire early. Consider a pet trust. More information with Chris Jones joining us. I am, uh, hope I make it. I'm losing my voice thanks to Lori Roberts and the cold that she had last week. I have that cold now. Oh, man, I tell you, it's just going around. You go, go yeah, into Walmart some... and you pick up something that someone else has picked up. and picked Exactly. Up and that's... 
Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I always use those wipes. I feel like so anal oh, yeah. when I do it. But, so do but I'm like, hey. And then you have to sign at the end with the credit card. You have to sign those pens. I hate touching yeah, those everybody's pens. Touched oh, those don't, pens. don't you hate it? I always have my own pen in my purse. That's yeah, but I idea. never use it. Th- yeah, but they, you, you need those special ones on those machines. You can't use oh, it. Yeah. No, those machines, I hate touching those. Yeah. And like, yeah. I always try and touch with my knuckle and not my finger. <laughs> Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Your trips to the pet store are over. PetFlow.com has the largest selection of premium pet food on the Internet where you can browse by brands and find the items you need at discount prices. With PetFlow.com, you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. No last-minute trips carrying heavy pet food. Eliminate the hassle of buying pet food. Get free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.PetFlow.com. Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and Restless on Animal Radio. And remember, bay and neuter your pets. to connect with any one of the Dream Team at Animal Radio. Guido told me I should throw that in every once in a while. Tell the listeners that it's Animal Radio. So there you go. It's Animal Radio. They better know. Yeah. They're listening. Hey, we've been around for 10 years. I don't know where the hell you've been. (laughs) Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Very experienced. Her practice is in Las Vegas. What does that mean? Well, it means there's a lot of weird animals she knows a lot about. Groomer Joey Volani, the foremost expert on grooming from Animal Planet's Dogs 101. Groomer has it. Animal communicator Joy Turner. And you know what? It's hard for me to grasp that whole animal communication thing. I once called her a psychic. She really got on my case for that. She doesn't like to be called a psychic. But Joy is making the phones ring. So whether you believe or whether you don't. I believe. I believe. believe. You believe? I I believe. believe. Susan Sims is also here. And Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, we handpicked him from David Letterman. He He was actually teaching David Letterman how to train his dog. Oh, he had a leash and collar on Letterman. Yeah, he did. And we said, we want that guy on the show. <laughs> yeah, if he can collar Letterman, he's got to be good. So uh, we got it all going on here. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Normally, to get in touch with Vladi, takes about three months to get on his list. But yes. uh, you get through your day with any kind of problems that you have. Joey, what kind of tip are you working on today? I'm sorry. You know what, folks? I got a little cold. I was licking Lori Roberts' keyboard. That'll teach you. Which tastes delightful after she's in there doing the news. Some people think that uh, might be a little see, bit and weird. I was, and I was licking her microphone. Yeah. Oh, just guys. Little, you know, so you're going to be sick, too. Yeah, I don't know. We can share anyway. the NyQuil. I have a tip because I'm mad. I have oh. a mad tip today because I was in the salon, and I want to talk about pet owners who argue with the groomer about if their dog needs to be clipped down or not because they're matted, okay, and what it does to your pet when you when you try to fight the groomer and the groomer listens to the pet owner. 
So well, I'm going to, you know, I, I got some venting to do it today. It sounds like it. It sounds like you're a little teed off. Was this a personal experience that's inspired today's tip? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And you got to wait for the story because, you know, most of my <laughs> tips come with the story. So, okay. you know, it's 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 all part of it's all part of the buildup here. I understand. It's building up. I'm very excited. one 405 if you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Also on today's show, if you've ever thought about cloning your dog or your cat, I'm going to tell you some stuff that's going to discourage you, okay? Because there's a brand new book out. It's researched all the people that have cloned their animals thus far and where they are today, and they're not very happy. Let's put it that way. Also, pet trust. Do you have a trust for your pet? If, you have, if you're a bird owner, especially, you know, your bird may outlive you. What happens when you kick it? Will your uh, bird have food? Will your cat have food? Will your dog end up I've in a shelter? That. Yeah. Well, you, this is important for you, Joey. You should get on this. Do you do you have any provisions for your bird? You know, I thought about I thought about it a few times, and I said, but I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. Um, I'd have to give them. But you know what? That's like that's like giving somebody you know a, a, like like the Maloic because my bird likes to chew and destroy and scream. I mean, you really you really have to love this bird like we do in order to um take her in. Well, if you love your animal this much, you want to learn a little bit about the pest, pet trusts coming up with Chris Jones in just a few minutes. one 405 8405 We're going to the phones. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? Doing just great. How are you today? Good. Where are you? Um, I'm in Kiwani, Illinois, in the freezing weather. Ooh. Ooh. We, well, we'll send our warm wishes your way. <laughs> what's going on with we your pets? Yeah, okay. First class. Here they come. What, what's going on with your pet today? Um, actually, it's not nothing that's going on with my pet. It's some stuff that we've heard about. And um, I listened to you last week, and you talked about it a little bit. But Dynavite, um, mm. it's got a website, mm-hmm. dynavite.com. And my question was this, is we feed our dogs what is called um, nature's recipe. And we get it from PetSmart. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a very good dog food. There's I like no that stuff. Corn. It's good. We okay. use it here. I'm sorry? We use it here at the studios. It's good stuff. Right. It's a very reputable well, brand. They say that the Dynavite is supposed to be really good. It gives insights and all this stuff. So it, does does the Dynavite, for starters, does it work? Is it true what they say? Because it's pretty expensive. And does it take the place? I mean, can you actually feed your dogs, per se, junk, lower-quality dog food if you're feeding them the Dynavite? Okay, some good questions there, Kelly. And and the first thing is, uh, I'll be honest, I am not on the Dynavite bandwagon. <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm a little bit concerned about any product that makes such grand claims that it's going to cure allergies and all of these type of things. Right, um, right. So can you feed a bad food and make up for it with a supplement? No, you cannot. And just like with people, if you don't eat a good balanced diet, um, popping those vitamins every day does not make up for that. Um, same thing is true for our pets. So, um, you know, if you've got a good quality diet, I believe that that is the heart of the nutrition question here. And then, you know, there are supplements we'll sometimes add in. So I'm not opposed to trying a supplement for the benefit of, uh, you know, fatty acid supplementation or maybe a pet that might have skin problems. We might look at some zinc supplements, things like that. So there may be pets that benefit from this, um, but I would definitely run away from any product that tells you that it's going to be a cure-all. Um, and, and that's, you know, just, just my honest opinion. 
opinion with that. Um, have I used it on my own pets? No, but I uh, I feed them a good diet, and uh, you know they get their fatty acids every day, and um, you know I try to stay on top of their medical problems in that way. Okay, so, so then have... what you're really saying is that it's the fail safe of all times. Is if, if it sounds too good, it's too good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of a, kind of goes the, like snake oil salesman there, and uh, you know, like I said, there are definitely some pets that may benefit from it, but you know, the cost, the expense, and I just can't put my heart behind a product that that really claims to cure something such as allergies, which is really an immune system kind of wiring that um, individuals have. And, you know, you can't fix that with a supplement. Uh, We can work around it. We can try to uh, modify the immune system and get around an allergy. But, you know, there's really nothing that's going to cure an allergy-related itch. So, yeah, I'd be pretty cautious there. Um, And, uh, you know, if your pet's doing well and he's thriving on the diet, um, you know, then I wouldn't have any cause to go looking elsewhere there. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Yeah, I'm Hal Abrams, just like the big guy said. Judy's screening calls right now at 1-866-405-8405. For the entire Dream Team, that would include Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Villani, he's our dog father, animal communicator Joey Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all here to celebrate our connection with our pets. Bring your pets around the radio, okay? See, big show today. We have, uh, have you ever thought about cloning your dog or your cat? Maybe you thought about it once or twice. I think it's crazy. It's crazy. I did. A lot of people have done it. Uh, mostly eccentric you- billionaires. Yes. Let me ask you something though. You think um, you think the soul is still there though? That's the only thing that nope. that like. Yeah. You know, I'd like to clone my Miles, but um, I don't know if his soul is. You know, it's not Miles. No, it's, it's not. It's not going to be the same it thing. May not, not going to look be this... like him. Yeah, I guarantee that. Guy who wrote the book Dog Incorporated. It's a bestseller right now, and he he's done a little bit of research. He's looked at all these people that have cloned their animals, and found out what happened. And he'll sum it all up for us today, right here on Animal Radio. Was that Tigger's? Now, are there, yes. I yeah. got to ask a question because now I'm I'm intrigued here. Are there people that actually have cloned their pets? I know we've cloned yeah. animals, but dogs and cats. Really? Dogs yeah, and cats? in uh, the United States was not successful in cloning dogs, but in Seoul, Korea, they cloned a dog actually from a woman here in the United States who cloned and uh, brought home to the states five puppies that were a clone of her original dog that passed away. And uh, it's not a happy ending. It wasn't a perfect story. She didn't get the same dog in these five. Clones. It's very intriguing what this guy will be talking about. Also, something, Joey, you'll probably want to stick around for today, because I like it when you stick around for the whole show. Pet trusts. And why is this so important for you? Well, you got that bird, you got that cockatoo, <laughs> who's probably going to outlive you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Definitely. You know, especially at the rate that I'm going. Well, you, need to, <laughs> yeah, you need to get your pet a trust, uh, especially if it is a bird like that. So that, Because uh, here's the startling facts. Over a half a million animals yearly are brought to the shelters because their owners or guardians have expired. Wow. And a quarter of a million of those end up being euthanized also. So mm-hmm. if you want your pet to live on after you, uh, if something tragic happened to you today, what would happen to your pet? Who would take care of your pet? 
So we'll be talking to somebody who, uh, I guess he's a lawyer. Uh huh. He's a lawyer. He's a snaky lawyer. lawyer. Many huh? many years. Okay, he's be so what is what does the pet get all you get get all your worldly possessions? Well, your you, pet trust. I mean, you, what you is it? You can delegate how much to give to them, and it should yeah. just include food. And, and we'll ask this guy all about that coming up. Also, we're still trying to find out what is the deal with these birds dropping from the sky. Crazy. And, you know, there's a lot of different theories. I was thinking, why not ask Joy Turner? Joy. Do you <laughs> why not? Well, first of all, since I'm not a big news person, you'll have to explain to me what about the birds dropping from the sky. Really? You don't know Let about Let me ask this? you a question. Do you own a TV? Um, yes, but I rarely turn it on. Okay. Okay. Well, in uh, Michigan, was it Michigan? Mississippi. I'm sorry. Mississippi. Mississippi uh, all of a sudden, these black birds started dropping from the sky. Hundreds. Thousands, hundreds thousands. of thousands of them all over the city. And then the state over, I believe, uh, also experiencing the same thing. Some of the uh, scientists say that it, it, it had something to do with lightning or fireworks, fireworks. for the New Year's. Of course, I, you know, I was I thinking of canary in the coal mine. Yes. What? If you've been watching the news, it's happening all over the world now. It's not just happening. Mississippi and also thousands upon thousands of fish wow. are also washing up on the shores as well um, in the same areas. Something's wrong, Joy. You need uh, to get on this. Well, you know, and I needed you to explain it to me because I needed to be able to connect with those souls that are doing that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you what they're telling me. Basically, the short of what they said is a lot of humanity is pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and so they needed something dramatic to draw attention to the fact that we need wow. to change a lot of the things that we're doing with our environment and with our earth so that we can actually live on it or we'll be the ones dropping out of the sky, so to speak. Okay, maybe this is a sign. one 405 8405 Let us know what you think. And, of course, if you have a question about your animals, if you have a question for our doctor, something's going on with your animal, maybe sneezing or uh, urinating in the wrong place, Dr. Debbie's here. Yeah, I got a behavior problem. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is known for ending any behavior problems that all the other trainers couldn't fix. We also have pet travel expert Susan Sims, of course, animal communicator Joey Turner, and groomer Joey Villani. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405, right now. Hand me some more NyQuil, please. No, no more. Cutting you off. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts. Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie. She'll answer your vet medical questions. Or groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or our pet travel expert Susan Sims. And let's not forget, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, all here to help you. Have you ever thought about a pet trust for your animal, especially if you have a bird who might outlast you? You want to make sure they're taken care of. Now, even the common folk like us, you don't have to be Leona Helmsley to, <laughs> to make a pet trust anymore. We can do it, and Chris Jones will be joining us. Also, the author of Dog Incorporated will be joining us. It's a book about cloning dogs and uh, cats and yeah, uh, all and kinds of animals. Animals, yeah. So that's all on the way right here. Let's hit the phones at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five right now. Well, hey, Bill, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you uh, calling from? I'm calling. I'm on the road in Indiana. Lovely. Oh, awesome. you know. Yeah. That's where I hail from. So what, what part of Indiana are you at? I'm right outside Remington. Okay. Further down south. All right. Very fine area. <laughs> well, hi. This is Dr. Debbie. What can I do for you today? 
Hi, well, thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, I have three dogs. Three out of my six dogs all suffer from itching and scratching and chewing themselves to the point to where they draw blood and look horrible. Okay. Uh, all of our dogs are on Frontline Plus, on Hot Guard. They have a bath every 10 days. They have fish oil and their beneficial food, you know, and only three of the six dogs suffer from this. Okay. Well, when we have multiple dogs that are all kind of having the same signs, I guess the bottom line is I always go back to the possibility of parasites. Um, and even though they're on some good products for flea, tick, uh, flea and tick control, I would have to say that's where I'm going to start at the root of the problem here. Uh, what part of the country are you, or do your dogs reside in? I'm uh, southern Alabama. Oh, yeah, down where everything's nice and moist, and we definitely have lots of opportunities for parasites. So I would definitely say Frontline Plus is a great product for fleas. Um, I might see about even adding in some other um, oral products to see if we can help amp up things here and control, do more of an integrated, what they call integrated flea control. Um, the other thing I would suggest to check out is to um, get a skin scraping. And so basically, when we're looking for other types of parasites that aren't visible to the naked eye, we look at doing a microscopic test called a skin scraping. So we take a little bit of a surface um, abrasion from the skin and we look under the microscope. And that would be important to see if we've got any type of contagious skin mites, little microscopic critters that look like little, um, they're cool, they kind of look like little uh, um, spiders, if you will, under a microscope. But there are certain types of those that can be transmissible between pets and even some degree of susceptibility between which pets might be more affected by that. But that would be something important I'd want to make sure before we go using a lot of different shampoos and anti-itch remedies and all that, because you can get down the wrong path if we don't get a good diagnosis um, first and foremost. Then I'd say we, we have a, um, a better effect at trying to get everybody comfortable and get them all treated. Now, um, wh- which are the itchy dogs? What kind of breeds do we have? We have a uh, white purebred German Shepherd who okay. weighs 140 pounds. We have a Pitbull Boxer and we have a Beagle. A purebred okay. beagle. Now, the animals that aren't infected are a purebred beagle, a uh, Dalmatian English setter mix, and a terrier lap mix. And they all live in the same. We have an acre and a half fenced in. We spray it once a month with triads, the ground. Okay. We vacuum. You know, we're, we're at a what's that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that would be my, my best recommendation is to get to the heart of that. Otherwise, you know, what would be the possibility you have, you know, three allergic pets that are all in the same household? Yeah, it could happen, definitely. It certainly could. Um, and in those situations, I would want to make sure we're getting on the right track there. Um, so there's a lot of things we can use for suspected allergies, but I'm going to say let's make sure we don't have a lot of these other problems with parasites or skin infections. Oh, bacterial infections and hot spots are so common in the South. So those would be things that, you know, get us veterinarians all excited because we like ooey, gross skin. And, um, you know, it's right. not, not cool for your dogs, definitely. But, you know, there's a lot there that we can do. And it might just mean getting hands on and getting some samples from those areas that are really particularly icky looking, if that sounds good to you. <laughs> 
that's what I'll have. I'll have my wife take, I'll call her up and I'll have her take the, the shepherd who seems to be suffering the worst in to, uh, you know, have that skin sample taken and see what we can find out. Yes, very good. That would be awesome, Bill, and I wish you best wishes. And one other point that might be interesting for folks that have white pigmented dogs, so white hair coats, we do tend to see sometimes more allergies in those pets. So the white pit bulls, the white German shepherds, you name it, um, and they can definitely have more problems with allergies. So best wishes with you, Bill, and I hope everyone's done scratching soon. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give us a call at one 866 405 8405. Hey, it's Vinny Penn on Animal Radio coming to you with the party animal segment. I'm, I'm, I know I'm way late in this one, but I still can't get over it. Uh, seeing in the news a ways back, I think it was at one point in March, a big story going on about people who were leaving everything to their pets. The new new movement in their wills, they were leaving everything to their pets. And is is that allowable? Should you be able to do it? Uh, or maybe it was a local story to my neck of the woods, Connecticut, but I don't think so. But if it is new to you, or if you do know it, what are your thoughts on this, leaving everything to your pet? I, on the one hand, the miserable, bitter 41-year-old me loves it because it's like you're sticking it to so You're sticking it to your brother. You're sticking it to your sister. You're sticking it to your spouse. Like, I hereby leave everything to Rover. So take that. My 22-year-old beagle gets everything. You get nothing. But then there's another part of me that's keenly aware of the fact that that the people who are leaving everything to their pets are, like, in love with the dog and just want the world to know how much they love them. And can the dog comprehend the real estate market, how much he can get for the house? I mean, is the dog going to put the the house for sale um, and stand out in front? And would he be able to throw an open house? I don't know. Where does it go from there? Then again, what what other pets are you leaving everything to? Are you leaving it to the cat? I mean, cats are territorial as it is. I got a gut feeling. Cats, they're sharp creatures. They'll know, like, this is mine. So when that pissed-off sibling comes in and decides to ignore the wishes of the deceased, everybody's got a sibling who ignores the wishes of the deceased, especially when it's a parent. And they come in and say, screw that. You know, this was mommy's and I'm taking it even though she left it to you. That cat is going to drop on her back from the ceiling like a ninja. Never let her out of the house with grandma's necklace. Leaving everything to your pet. You left your brain, leave your brain to your pet. Donate your organs, major or, well, then again, anybody who's going to do that, what good is that brain? Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. 
As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Are you worried about your credit card debt, sky-high interest rates, having trouble making the monthly minimums? We're Credit Card Relief. We've helped thousands of people become debt-free in months instead of years, all while saving thousands of dollars. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio, and I, I'm, I'm begging you, stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. This is Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Guido, can you turn that down a bit? I just can't shout today. I'm sorry. Boy, I'll tell you the cold that you had, Lori, didn't seem this bad. It's- <laughs> oh, it's it's a horrible thing. I've told everybody, if they get a little sniffle, honor it. Because if you try and plow through it, it's going to nail you. How long will <laughs> this last? Just, oh, gosh. you get the After the initial fun, you get the cough then oh, for good, oh, good. weeks. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. Good times here at Animal Radio. I know. Thank God we're on the other side of your speakers, huh? That's what I'm saying. Ju- <laughs> exactly. Judy, you're next for this. You'll no, I'm this. not. I refuse to get it. I don't lick keyboards, so I should be safe. That's pretty <laughs> Uh, let's head to the phones, one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. But before we do that, we have John Westendick on the phone with us. He is the author of a book called Dog Incorporated. Now, you might have remembered this guy, John Sperling. He was a, uh, he's a billionaire, mm-hmm. and he was the founder of University of Phoenix. You see those commercials on TV. And he was really intrigued when Dolly the Sheep was cloned. Do you remember that story? Yes, who could forget that? Uh-huh. He was hanging around 1997, had some spare cash lying around, and he decided to see if it was possible to clone his lover's dog, Missy. And he used the folks over at Texas A&M as a breeding grounds. Not the folks over there. I'm just I'm sure that's where they did it. <laughs> yeah, and, not personally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, first thing I want to say before we go into this, a lot of people think 
that if you clone your animal, that is, you're going to get an identical animal. Both in looks and behavior. And hardly the case. Yeah. And I'm sure to verify that is John Weston Dig. John, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Where are we calling you today? Yeah, it's it's a good thing you're on the other end of the phone there. <laughs> the Book Dog Incorporated, a, a book that's been waiting to happen for a long time. And you chronicle these stories of several people that have attempted to clone their animals. And so what have you learned? What can you share? What kind of advice can you impart to us? Well, I guess what you guys were just mentioning, that, it's, that despite what a lot of people think and what even a lot of customers thought, um, you don't get the identical dog. You get the genetically identical dog, and you might get appearance-wise an identical dog, um, but that's often a result of, of how many efforts they make to clone it, and so there's often a lot of like surplus clones once they're done. In mm. a couple of the cases, uh, two of them, but there were five, and, and both times the customer said, well, I'll take all five, so sometimes it works out, but not always. Up front, don't they, the, uh, the labs themselves tell the clientele their chances that you, it's going to look just like your pet, but he's, it's not going to be your same pet because it's not going to have the individual characteristics of its personality? They, well, there, originally there were two companies who were actually selling clonings. Um, and when they first started, they kind of depicted it as, you know, the same dog coming back again. And then they, they toned that down a little bit. And they went so far as to guarantee an animal that will look the same, um, but, but they don't really guarantee anything beyond that. Well, they're, they're just trying to make money, aren't they? I mean, they're not going to put that stuff up from. Is it true one of those companies is already closed? Yeah, the American company started up. Well, really, originally started up in connection with the Texas A and M research because the, the research motivation behind the research was to make a business out of it someday, primarily. I think mm-hmm. um, so. Genetic Savings and Clone was what that yeah. first company was named, and it people huh. you know bank their animals sells there, and so they're they're making that money that way, um, but banking them banking those sells with the promise you know the cloning would would be would be coming soon. It hadn't been achieved yet. Um, genetic Savings and Clone parted ways with Texas A and M, and then continued trying to clone a dog, didn't get it pulled off, and then uh, Seoul National University in South Korea sort of picked up the ball and managed to, within a couple of years, produce the first clone, Snuppy. Okay, and then what about uh, one of the cases that we're familiar with, and we actually had her on the show, oh, yeah. Birnin McKinney, she had her dog Booger cloned, and I believe she came away with five puppies. Yeah. And uh, from my understanding, they while they may look like the original, they don't have the same characteristics. And did I read somewhere that she was sorry she did that and would not have done it sorry. again? Sorry, when she was on the show, she was she was, she was all high on it. Right, but isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's been back and forth. And if, you, if you've met her, you, you know she's kind of that way that she's uh-huh. very high and very low. So she's you know spoken of them when she first got them, spoken of them being you know as exact lookalikes. But then later on, said well. The, some of their white spots aren't in the same place as the original boogers. And she had, there were some illness problems among them. And they, I doubt she told you this on the, on the show, but there were, actually came a point where all five of her clones were picked up by animal control and mm-hmm. put in the pound. Um, and she had to. Well, aren't the people, aren't the people that, that, uh, that are cloning, aren't they just a little off center anyway? Well, they're, I, I hate to call them that. They're, they're generally, not her case, but well-heeled people with you know a lot of money. Okay. Um, some of them just you know kind of like sort of being on the on the edge and like the, the 
futuristic aspect of it. Uh, they, they all, you know, deeply, deeply, deeply love their dogs, for sure. Um, but, you know, there is... There is that aspect, you know, but it's, that, it's a, that it's a bit overboard. Sure. I try not to. I'm not sure what where the line is of where you get overboard about your pet. You know, I wonder. Yeah. If I'm overboard <laughs> about my pet, so I'm not. Sure. Um, do you foresee, since, as you say, uh, this blends the boundaries of science, commerce, and ethics? Do you foresee any legislation coming against these companies in the United States? Well, since all the actual cloning now is actually going on in, in South Korea. And even when the really? genetic savings and clone came back as uh, bioarts, and, and they closed down after that, so so now this only in Korea is it being done. So okay. maybe if somebody here started doing it, that there was there was there was a law proposed at one point in California that didn't uh, pass that would ban cloning pets. Well, the book is very intriguing. It's called Dog Incorporated, The Uncanny Inside Story of Cloning Man's Best Friend. The author, John Westendick, is joining us. I have ten copies to give away right now at one 405 8405 It's on the Avery label. Head on over to, that's a penguin, by the way, penguin label. And you can head on over to your bookstore and get it if they don't have it. That's probably because they sold out. Because you know what? It's a bestseller, and that must be making you pretty darn happy, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I want those, those ten books you have, even though they are identical. I don't. I'm pretty sure they're not clones. <laughs> good, good. And individual books. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Check out the book. You can also order it on Borders, uh, Barnes and Nobles. It's called Dog Incorporated. John Westendick is the author. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team today. Was that on the air? Because I'll tell you, my ears are all plugged up. <laughs> yeah, we actually heard you, Hal. You may not have heard yourself, but we heard you. I should probably stop on the NyQuil. Yeah. yeah. I what's, think what's wrong? Slow down. I got Lori's stop cold. It, stop putting it in your ear. Yeah, it's not supposed to go in the ear, is it? <laughs> oh, Hal, no. come on. Hey, Dan, how are you doing today? Fine, how are you, Hal? Very good. I have Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Joy Turner right here for you, Dan. Hi there, Dan. Hi, Joy. I just was in your website earlier today, and I saw your picture with the horses and everything. Oh, cool. You're a real, real animal lover, as I thought you would be. Of course. Now, uh, uh, my question today uh, is similar to another Dan that called you on today's show. Uh, it's about a deceased pet, uh, a little bird that I had named Penny. I, had, I adopted her. She was um, kind of mistreated and neglected. And uh, I, they, somebody just left her at a pet shop, and it happened to be while I was there, I was mourning a bird that had died, wasn't really ready to buy one. And I ended up um, adopting her right away. And she was very fearful, and I had just sort of vowed to her that I would make her a good home, whether she ever became a good pet or not. She became a very loving uh, little girl, and in fact, I adopted a male to be her friend for a while. But I want to just kind of get some reassurance that she's okay with it, that she knows that I did that out of love for her, and that if there was any other alternative, I, I certainly would have tried to keep her alive. Okay, and can you tell me what kind of bird body she had? Yes, she was a great cheap parakeet. Uh, okay. A little, they call them pocket parrots. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I am. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, hi, hon. Yep, there she is. She's being a little shy with me, and I'm telling her that you want to talk to her, and I'm telling her you're the the second person, the one that took her and got the boy for her. Oh, and now she got very excited. She wants to talk to that person. <laughs> she really <laughs> likes that person, she tells me. 
So I want to tell her what you're wanting to understand from her. She says to tell you that she knew that she was sick and what she was told, and this would be by her spiritual guides, if you had allowed her to continue until she, what they call, expired on her own, mm-hmm. she would have suffocated. Yeah. And she wouldn't have been able to breathe. And she thinks that would have been a horrible, 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 horrible way to go. Yeah. So her guides explained to her that what you did was out of the love that you had for her because you wanted her to be able to leave her body easily instead of basically suffocating. And I hope it was easy for her. Uh, The vet tried her best to do it in a gentle way. She said, well, of course, you know, she was with somebody she didn't really know, so that wasn't her preference. But she said as far as the leaving, the other bird, her friend, the boy bird, Uh was there for her. And so were others that she didn't recognize immediately, she says. But then once she got crossed over, she remembered who they were. Uh And so they helped her through it as well. So she said, all in all, for everything that it could have been for a bird, a sick bird, and a bird that was pretty much terrified of everybody but you anyway, it was a pretty decent thing. I love to have her back scratched. You know, even when I was pretty new with her, she would allow me and then showed me that she really liked to have her back scratched. So if there's anything like a back scratch I could send her, that's what I'd like to do. You can. You can actually do that with your thought because thoughts are energy. Mm. And she says she wants you to know that she really trusts you tremendously more than she's trusted anybody else that she can remember. And I always hate to be the party pooper. I feel like I'm such a party pooper. That's fine. We, I understand it's a limited time, and I appreciate so much, Joy, your uh, talking to me. Good. Thank you for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by PetFlow.com. PetFlow. P-E-T-F-L-O-W. They were calling last week saying, what are you saying? PetFlow. PetFlow.com. Now you can get your pet food delivered straight to your door on a schedule you choose. PetFlow.com has the largest selection of uh, premium food on the Internet. I think they have like 70 different brands. Wow. Probably yours. Best of all, get free shipping on every order over $59. Enter the coupon code RADIO at www.petflow.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. That trip to the dentist is inevitable. Most offices are nice, caring, and attentive, yet still, you're at the dentist. Well, at the office of 12-year dentist Tracy Taddy and her dentist dad, patients are made more comfortable by a visit from Mona the Mutt. Mona has only been visiting the office with her owner Tracy for a few months, but already more than half the patients asked to have her in the room during an exam or procedure. When a patient needs a Mona fix, the 10-pound Chihuahua Dachshund settles in on their lap. On a comforter made by an appreciative client, she snuggles into a ball and stays for as long as it takes. Dr. Taddy says immediately the anxiety level of the patient goes way down. The Johnson County Humane Society in Indiana takes Mira, the three-year-old German Shepherd Mastiff mix, on visits to local schools to help teach kids how to care for their pets. Mira's name is short for Miracle. 
as she's not even supposed to be alive. She was part of a litter born to an ill mom, and she and her litter mates were taken to a shelter to be euthanized. They were put down and put in a freezer to be disposed of later. Mira was found alive after four days in the freezer. A shelter worker who was ordered to take Mira to a vet to be euthanized instead gave her a warm bath, had her examined, and then found her a new home. Nowadays, Mira helps the Humane Society teach kids how pet ownership comes with responsibilities. Rats, according to all the cartoons, like cheese. Maybe your pet rat likes cheese, too. Well, now apparently, they also like red wine. Scientists have discovered that resveratrol, which is found in the skin of red grapes, has been beneficial in lab tests to convert cells into healthy heart tissue. One group of rats was given resveratrol supplements with their regular food for two weeks, and one group just got their regular food. Well, the rats that got the red wine supplement had healthier heart tissue as the resveratrol acted as an antioxidant. Researchers believe this treatment could be beneficial on a regular basis, and especially for heart attack survivors. With some of the healthiest heart tissue in town, I'm Lori Roberts for Animal Radio News. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. one 405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Keeping it kind of low-key today, I have a sore throat. I uh, got it from Lori, who was sick last week, and I believe that uh, Joey will get it next week. I so, was licking her mic. You guys do don't learn, do you? one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. I'm actually spraying this stuff on my throat that numbs it so I can't talk, and then that and the NyQuil, not a good job I have right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to let the experts do the work today. Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Now Joey is uh, he's a little upset today. I'm about to give him a little back massage. Come over here, buddy. Give you a little back massage because you seem a little tense. And ooh, boy, you're Come really on, working work out. It, working. You've got some big go. muscles on you there. Are you just tense. Yeah, under, under all this fat, there there is some muscle. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I agree. What's going on in your world that you're so tense? And are you going to tell us later? Because you know this is you where know. we vent. I know, I know, and it's part of my tip today, where I'm going to um, discuss this because um, we had I had some problems in a you know I frequent a grooming salon here in California now that I friended a person and mm-hmm. um, we have people who want to argue with you about things that you know is right and they want to tell you that um you are wrong but you know I don't I, listen. I don't cook hamburgers, okay? So I don't tell you how to flip burgers. So don't tell me how to groom dogs. Okay, so you see the kind of mood Joey's in today. And, of course, this is the mood that uh, Dr. Debbie usually comes in uh, with. So it should be a pretty entertaining show. I'd say stick around for it. one 405 Got to knock that ferret out. You just called your office and asked them to knock the ferret out. Are you going to be doing surgery on a ferret today? Absolutely. What are you going to be doing? Yes. I didn't realize we- you do surgery on ferrets. Oh, I love ferrets. They're cool little critters. So yeah, this little ferret, she's having problems with anemia and a large spleen, so we are suspicious she might have a problem inside there. So we're actually going to remove her spleen and kind of explore around, see what else we find. Exploratory surgery on a ferret. Wow. Yeah, it's it's they're really curious little critters. They get lots of weird things, and sometimes the you can suspect it. And the easiest way to figure it out is to go in and look for it. So okay. So if you want to talk. To Dr. Debbie right now, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Do it now because in a few minutes she'll have her hands a couple inches deep in a ferret, is what I'm thinking, <laughs> and not a good time to talk to her. 
Well, Debbie, welcome to the big show. Well, thank you. What's going on? I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. Well, I had talked to Joy about a month ago regarding my cat, Ziggy, who had vanished. And she gave me some very useful information. Um, he has not turned up, so I'm just checking back in to see if she can feel him or tell me if he's still alive. Okay, and tell me what city and state you're in, please. I am in Alva, Florida. Okay, and what I kind of city is Ziggy? It's a, it's a uh, rural area. I'm surrounded by, you know, woods. Oh, okay. Um, I just ask these questions to kind of give them an opportunity to connect with me. Yes, ma'am. I think I have to tell you I'm sorry. When I asked him where he was in relationship to his body this time, which is how mm -hmm. I find out if they're still in it, he showed mm -hmm. me a space. And the vast majority of time when they show me a space between where they are and their body, they're not in it anymore. Mm, okay. I'm that's, so sorry. That's kind of what I figured, that I just wanted to know for sure. He says he would have been home before now. I know. I know he would have. And would you let him know that I miss him terribly? He can hear you. Whenever you think about him or talk to him, he can hear you. Okay. And he wants to tell you that he's sorry, too. All right. Thank you so much, Joy. You're very welcome. Thanks for have your a call. Good afternoon. All our Thanks, love. Hon. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team. If I haven't mentioned it before, we are so delighted to have Dogfather Joey Volani as a part of the Animal Radio Dream Team. Coming to a TV set near you, boy. Looking at your schedule for the next year, we're lucky you can show up for the show. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I how could I miss the show? I work everything around the show. Uh, we're the, you were your priority, right? Yeah. That's you. absolutely. I mean, I have too much fun here. <laughs> we do you have know, a lot and, of fun. Listen, I'm mad this week. Yeah, I noticed tell that. You why? I was in a salon this week, and um, as we were, as I was sitting there, a woman came in, and it happened actually a few times this week. A woman came in with a labradoodle, and the dog was matted to the skin. And she was, you know, you could tell that she kept herself in good shape, and she probably had, um, you know, nice clean car, a nice clean home and all, but the dog was a wreck. And um, when we told the woman that the dog had to be clipped down, now the dog had to be clipped down mainly because I could almost brush out anything, but it becomes a point where it's going to actually injure the pet. And um, she did not want to listen. She argued, I'll give you, um, I'll pay more money, I'll do this, I'll do that. The bottom line, um, basically, is I threw her out because she just didn't want to, <laughs> want to listen. And it was, it's not even my salon, because that's the best thing about it. <laughs> um, but, you know, she, I mean, she argued, you know, you have to do it, dummy. And she, and when, when you tell <laughs> wait, me, wait, wait, what was that? What does it sound like? What does she sound like? Yeah, you have to, you have to do it, dumb. You know, that's, that's what she was, um, you know, she was pushing the issue. And the salon owner in the shop was actually thinking about, well, maybe we'll try. And that's when I jumped in because it's a friend of mine. And, and I already know at this point, you can't. I mean, it was bad enough where this woman actually should be signing a release form, which basically states that if I clip your dog, then I'm not held responsible for any irritation, cuts, wow. abrasions, anything that goes along with it, because at that point, that's what happens. But I want people to understand when a dog is extremely knotted, either by neglect of not brushing the dog for a long time or w washing or wetting your dog at home and not brushing it 
um, what, you know, through the drying process because most people don't have the you know, professional blow dries that we have. That is usually worse because a wet dog mats at the skin where mats normally will f- form away from the skin. Now, what you have to do is when that happens, you can't cut through it, no matter, unless I use a scissor, but that's not going to help matters. Mm-mm. I have to get under it, which means I have to use a blade that's going to cut between the skin and the hair that's not matted. And sometimes that could be the difference of a sixteenth of an inch, depending on how bad it is. Which basically is, it's, 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 it's almost as if you're shaving. Now, if you think about it, if, Hal, think about this. You haven't shaved in, in, in five months. Yeah, this is radio. I was thinking maybe you wouldn't tell the audience that, but okay. <laughs> you haven't shaved in five months, and then all of a sudden you, you, you had a shave. Now, do you think you're going to be irritated a little bit, though? Um, Oh, you yes. Know, want, well, the same thing's going to happen to your pet's skin. Mm. Okay, so it's the same thing. It, it, it's, it's a very delicate process. But what's worse is, let's just say that you've got a beard and it's full of dreads. <laughs> now, are you going to brush it out? And if you do yeah. brush it out, you're going to tear your skin up. Ouch. Well, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do to your pet's skin. When, when it gets that bad... Take it off. Start over. Let the groomer educate you. Let them tell you what brushes and combs that you need to do. Believe me, groomers do not like to clip and shave dogs. It is not easier. A lot of people say, well, the groomer's lazy. That's what they want to do. No, it's not that at all. Matter of fact, it's more difficult in most cases. But you just need a new palette to start on is what you're saying. Something fresh. Exactly, exactly. It's a new canvas so you can paint your picture. Okay, so start over. Listen to your groomer. Don't argue with them. If they say it needs to come off, I'm going to say nine times out of ten that groomer's telling you the truth. Good stuff that Joey Volani does. He sent me some pictures this week of a dog that you just turned around. A before and after picture looked great. Do you mind if I post those oh, on the website? like that, huh? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Joey Volani is brought to us by SeniorPetProducts.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, what? What's what are you waiting on? for? They have the lowest prices anywhere on Chondroflex and Sonovaflex, but just don't be dispelled by the name SeniorPetProducts.com because everything. everything for the young, the elderly, and I think to keep your animal young forever, plus a lot of information and research. You want 25% off everything you buy there, the entire purchase? Well, look for the Animal Radio logo and put in the promotional code Radio SPP before you start your shopping. Yes? They save me a lot of money. They sure do. 25% in the way your wife spends it. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Radio SPP, that's what she put in the promo box at SeniorPetProducts.com, and she got 25% off. You can, too. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio and Joey Volani. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. 
treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Time's running out. You're maxed out on your credit cards. The collection calls are coming every day, and now you're two payments behind on your mortgage. Every time you turn on the radio, there's some cheerful couple telling you how they got out of debt overnight, their stress is gone, and everything's just wonderful. Come on. The truth is, what sounds too good to be true is too good to be true. You need real help, and you need it now. Not bankruptcy. That should be your last choice. We're Credit Card Relief, and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. We're the attorney-driven program, dedicated to helping you get out of debt in months instead of years, saving you thousands, and without risking your family home. We know what we're doing, and we don't make promises we can't keep. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252, 866-800-5252. Okay, I know Tom's been waiting for a while, one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Fantastic. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Oh, central Ohio. I drive a truck cross country, and I'm, well, I'm just outside of Toledo. Do you take your animal with you? Uh, I would like to, but uh, I've, I've never heard of this. The dog gets car sick. Hmm. I can't believe it. Oh, it's actually fairly common. Yeah, what kind of dog you got? Uh, I, I have a 15-month-old uh, bagel, half basset, half beagle, and uh, we, picked <laughs> him up, uh, we picked him up a couple of months ago at the Humane Society, and the, the the poor guy didn't even make it like five miles down the road. He started throwing up. What would cause that? Well, I mean, dogs can definitely have true motion sickness, just like us. If you get on the tilt-a-whirl and your equilibrium doesn't like it, you can get sick to your stomach. And dogs definitely can have that same effect. However, more times than not, they actually can have anxiety with car travel, and it can still lead to the same effects of vomiting, nausea, trembling, shaking, all of that. So it can be a little challenging to know which situation you're in. Some of the basic things that I look at when I get a dog that has this problem is once they get into the car and they sit down, what do they do? Are they shaking? Are they trembling? Are they freaking out just being physically in the car? If so you may have more of an anxiety-driven problem than truly a motion sickness problem. So look at that, and I would kind of say from there, we can gauge in some different things we can try. For true motion sickness, there are remedies. We can use things like Dramamine. There's a drug called Serenia that's used for uh, motion sickness for pets that travel, and they can be helpful. But some common sense things that we would always start with first Don't feed before you travel. Um, So you would say a couple hours before traveling, no food and preferably no water right before you get in the vehicle. Um, And also dogs... Dogs do best if they are confined and their world is a bit restricted in what they can do and see. So we don't want a dog jumping and running around the car. One, that's dangerous for you as a driver. And two, they have more anxiety because there's a lot more flying by down the roadside. And that, for a pet who has anxiety, that can make things much worse. Um, So we prefer to be restrained either with a seatbelt um, or in a pet carrier, and those are the best ways. And face forward, just like us, you know, you don't want to go riding backwards on the train because if you tend to get sick to the stomach, <laughs> that's going to make it worse. Um, okay. But if we're getting if we're getting down to where we're talking anxiety as a trigger for this type of problem, 
It really gets down to where you can try to train and make it a positive experience for car travel. So the, the ways to work on that are to start with the small steps. Get your pet used to getting into the vehicle and make sure that we're calm, comfortable, and not stressed out by that. If just getting into the car starts trembling, shaking, and drooling, we have to start a step back where it's less scary. Along the way, we make it fun, we give treats, we do fun things, and we make sure that we build up to little steps of getting into the vehicle, turning the key on, and maybe even backing out of the driveway. All of that in a positive experience. If we see any vomiting, drooling, or freaking out, you stop and you take a step back and you start with a less intense exposure. Then, with time, we're going to work up to maybe going around the block and then coming home, making sure it was a good experience, calling it a day and say, okay, we're not going to try that 10-mile ride today. We're going to do the little, little short brief trips. Build up the confidence, and that will help to decrease the anxiety with getting into the car in the first place. And then hopefully that will do you some good in the long run to make this pet maybe a better traveler. If not... Some dogs just don't get into the car well and don't do well with travel. So kind of bummer for you if you're on the road and you want to have your dog with you. Though. Hope that's of some help for you and try those techniques and hopefully we'll have a pet that can enjoy traveling in the future. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Uh, Joey and I were just having a conversation Talking about his bird. It's a cockatoo. They last a long time. They live forever. Oh, he's definitely going to outlive Joey. Yeah. I, I asked Joey, <laughs> what, what are you, you going to do with the bird? He has no plans for the bird afterwards. He has to try to find someone to care for him. Now, here's a stunning fact. Over a half million pets end up in shelters each year due to the death or disability of an owner. And you know what happens wow. to those animals that are in the shelter, especially if they're older animals? Well, right. about a quarter usually, of a million of them yeah, are euthanized. Yeah, they don't make it out. So if, you, yeah. if you're thinking about what's going to happen just in case you um, expire early, is that a nice way to say it, expire early, <laughs> like milk, <laughs> or you're, you might be in a situation where your animal might outlive you, you might want to think about getting them a trust. Now, I don't know a whole lot about trusts. I do know different states are making that uh, legal, mm-hmm. but I figured we'd get an expert on, and um, we have Chris Jones joining us. Hi, Chris. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. You're a company called Trusted Pet Partners, is that correct? That's correct. What do you guys do? Well, what we do is, is uh, we have an Internet site, TrustedPetPartners.com, and we offer uh, uh, enforceable legal trust for pets in uh, all of the states for which uh, uh, laws have been passed providing for protection of animals. What are those states? Are there a lot of those states? Well, actually, it's an easier way to say who they aren't because okay. most states in the union now do have legislation. It's been a big change in over about the last decade. Uh, basically, there's only about three states that haven't gotten up to speed yet, those being Minnesota, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Uh, uh, Massachusetts, I haven't heard, but it was as of this week, legislation had been passed and was winning the uh, governor's signature. But all other states, it's legal. Now, what exactly is a pet trust? Yeah, the, the difference is, and back in the day with traditional uh, uh, legal documents providing for protection of animals, they weren't legally enforceable. In other words, you could oh. set up in your will or trust provisions for the care of your pet uh-huh. and nominate someone to be in charge of that. But what's so is they could pocket the money, mm. get rid of your pets, or take care mm-hmm. of them however they choose to, and no one had the ability to enforce those provisions. What's huh. changed in the law is we actually have... 
uh, legal provisions in, in just about every state now saying that those are enforceable and uh, you can nominate that, the, the people that would both take care of your pets as well as those that could uh, enforce the trust itself. Are more people doing it or is it the only the Leona Helmsley's types that, that have done that? <laughs> it seems like everybody wants to talk about that one case. It's sort of notorious. <laughs> but I, I am finding that uh, you know, one, of the, one of the things that we have found uh, in recent years is people's relationship to their pets has really changed a lot and and they're looking at it's they're much more considered members of the family and they're looking to provide protection for them and 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 given the statistics you cited there's good reasons for that as well how do you determine how much to put into a trust well, um, you know, I, I always invite people to take a look at basically how much do you think you're spending per year now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, between the vets and the, the groomers and, and uh, board and whatnot, and, and, you know, do a multiplier on that. Although, as you point out, with, with some of the birds, they can go on quite a while. But uh, for the most part, pet trusts have relatively modest amounts assigned uh, to them, you know, on the mm-hmm. order of five to $25,000, typical, I would say. But uh, people could certainly devote more. And I've had actually had clients who said, I, I want to have my pets remain in my home, and they'll provide provisions for the care of them. But ultimately, when the pets pass away, they then provide, here's where else the estate would go. Oh, okay. I was figuring if they if there's money left over, who gets yeah, that? Yeah, who gets that after? Gets that money, okay. Uh, so is this is something we can actually do online? We don't need the help of a lawyer? Uh, you can actually do it online. You know, my commitment was, I am an attorney. I've been doing this for 40 years, but my commitment was, how do we make this uh, where it's affordable for people. And then the other concern was, you know, pets don't live as long as us in many cases. And as people change pets, there would be a cost associated with that if they were going to an attorney. And we have a site that's set up whereby they can make changes and there's no cost whatsoever. This, uh, how much does a trust cost for just the law work, just the legal work, all the paperwork? I'm sorry, I'm on NyQuil today, so not all the, the words are there. They're not in the right order. You put them in the right order. That's, that's quite all right. I, I think, uh, I think the average, the typical attorney generated trust runs anywhere from a thousand to twenty five hundred dollars for pets. Oh, wow. Uh, what we offer are pet trusts online at uh, $289. And they're just as legal as the ones that you get at the lawyer, right? Uh, absolutely. It's my best work. And you said also that's for up to five companion animals. So, <clears throat> for instance, we have three kitties. So it's not 289 per pet. It's 289 for five pets or so. It's, it's 289 for the entire trust. And then you, right. you name, you designate who the, the pet beneficiaries are. But again, you can make, under our system, you can make changes without any cost at all. Okay. So it costs $289 to do this online and yes. protect the future of your animal. Now, do you think that there's more birds that you would say are given trusts than cats and dogs because they live longer, or do you see any kind of correlation? Well, just just because of the numbers of uh, cats and dogs out there, I think I still tend to see more people providing for them. But I know the folks with birds are much more aware of their longevity. Uh, we also have folks that provide for horses, for example, too, is a, another one that... Uh, uh, is not uncommon to see that that somebody's going to have to provide for these animals and who's going to do it, and so they'll actually create pet trusts for that. Good. Okay, well, I understand that we have five of these pet trusts to give away today, so I think this is a great gift yes. if you're thinking about the future of your animal. You do, and the other thing that I wanted to let you know for your listeners is uh, anyone who uh, decides to use our services, we're also offering them a $100 discount wow. if you just use the code of AR. 
for Animal Radio 2011. Like as in the year 2011, okay. 2011, AR 2011, and we will give them a $100 discount. That's they pretty, that in wow. on a promo pretty, pretty awesome. steep discount yeah. there. Yeah, that's what it's 189 Very yeah, good. I have a question now. Is this, if people are out of state, what you do, is it for California only, or is it legal all across the state? Oh, no, no. What, what I did is I did, a, I did a survey of all of the state's laws that have been passed, and most of them are quite similar, And but I went through that for each and every state to make sure that it's in compliance with the local state's uh, rules about pet trust. So any, any one that we get from you today can be used in any state? Correct. Awesome. I design it to where it's valid in every state for which there's laws. Let's go ahead and give out five right now at one 405 8405 And then if you uh, don't get through, if you're not lucky enough to get through, head on over to TrustedPetPartners.com. And, of course, I'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. The website, TrustedPetPartners.com. When you're there, put the promo code AR2011, like Animal Radio 2011. The new year. You're still writing 2010 on your <laughs> checks. I am. Yeah. yeah. And you'll get $100 off, making it $189 to look out for the future of your pet. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're very welcome. we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com or call us. We have a voicemail attached to one 405 See you next week. Bye. Bye now. This is Animal Radio Network.